Alright, I think I'm unmuted now. Uh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be a post-playoff, off-season sort of episode. Um, busy week for me. Didn't have much time to do anything else. Didn't have time to do more podcasts uh, during the playoff rounds, despite what I may be claimed. I got a lot busier than I thought. I had to take care of some dogs. They were a handful. Uh, off season is always interesting because it is because a lot of stuff happens, and therefore we have a lot to talk about potentially. Let's get out of the way. The Knights underperformed expectations. Uh, Test Sims pointed them to have really good odds for making it to the semifinals at least. Uh, and they got stuffed by the rail in Game 7. Uh, and they rail would go on to, I believe, the finals of all places. Vice would win, though, which is, I think, a big thing we should point out. This is one of the first finals in I can't even count how long without a Ravens or a Brooklyn team. Uh, not You know, obviously, if the Ravens make it to the finals and they lose, it's like kind of a victory but it's more a victory of them not making there at all and I hope this um, perhaps uh, we get to enter a new era uh, another big thing I think we should note before really diving in is is for offseason purposes the, the cap space has gone down tremendously I don't know why or how um, I'm sure someone could explain that to me pretty easily I think it's based on like average TPE, and there's not a whole lot of um, year eight players that were good. That draft class was historically terrible. So, or at least it seems it is like the the highest TPE player is is Tomato, and I don't even I think he's a first gen. If we can. Uh, Could potentially look at his uh, players. Yeah, this is, he's the first gen, and he's the highest TP player in his class. That is, I think, a big sign of, of how weak this uh, <laughs> this uh, that particular draft class was. Um. So yeah. So the cap space goes down because of that. I'm sure it'll go up, go up again. Um, next time or next season. Um, there are some other uh, free agents in the pool. I don't know what I'm saying. There are some other high TP players year eight, but uh, Tomato is the highest. With uh, just under 1,500 as the time of the recording. The Knights right now have three players over 1,000. Their cap space, they have about 7 million left. Uh, and they have one luxury cap. And I don't know what that means. But uh, you can grab at least uh, another max player. To make it four, although I don't know if you'd want to. 
if you have seven, you can do two, three, five hundred, so like two thousand TP players, and you're in good shape, I suppose. I don't know who's necessarily available, but there are a couple. Clyde Gervin's available. He's your nine. Um, reliable guard. Joe Cooper's still there. You have a bunch of guys. Danger, uh, uh, Jeremy Bermy, stuff like that. A lot of older players. Um, these draft classes, I feel like, recently have been rather weak so um the you know there's been positive changes to the sort of how free agency works um but unfortunately it seems that uh we have less recruitment Although I heard there was an influx of recruitment lately to to uh, do just something. I, I don't know what particularly happened for us to get some new players, but I was told there was some. Uh, some extra players coming in, which is always great to have, and perhaps we'll we'll have a class that rivals season 42, you know, something like that. If you look at seasons, team salary, I'm sorry. we can't sort it. So, what the fuck's the point of that page? Retiring players, there's some retiring players, I suppose. Transactions. There has been some exciting trades, I will say, so far. Um, some signings, of course. I'm just sort of, uh, I don't know. The Ravens always already seem uh, set for next season. They'll probably pick up an extra guy. If we look at these trades... Um, we have the, uh, Las Vegas is, uh, involved in a lot of these trades. Um, but they, they got, pr uh, their own GM player for a first and Dominic, um, but Presley's a reliable player, so it's always better to have, I suppose. And then they, uh, traded with Colorado to get, uh, Rydog for some reason. Um, so yeah, <laughs> I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but perhaps it's just a mutual understanding, you know, can't really talk about. And of course there's the sign trade where they, they got Blake uptown for, for nothing really, just a first. So uh, Blake, uh, sorry, the Jokers are making a huge splash. They've been really bad for the last six seasons or so. Um, so it'll be awesome to see them back and forth for sure. They're still a younger team, 
realistically, but they can definitely still make a, a splash. Um, they have a sign of, they have kind of depth where you wouldn't expect it. Did, did Crawford go inactive? That is terrible. He was breaking records and shit. Man, that freaking sucks. He was breaking all these defensive records. I wonder why he'd go AFK, man. When you have a build such as that and you go AFK, like, you're really just screwing, screwing this whole team over. Real life, whatever, man, but it's, it just sucks. This is like people, I think some first gens will complain. They're like, why don't people trust us or pick us? It's like, because you people go inactive. Right? Seemingly out of nowhere without really, you know, a heads up ahead of time. Like a significant heads up. Like, hey, you know, seven months from now, I'm going to break my leg. You know, stuff like that. GM players and and recreates, they don't have lives. You know they don't have lives. We all know they don't have lives. You know they're going to stick around through through whatever. Minus significant emergencies or whatnot. Um, <coughs> so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the season was really interesting. The playoffs were really interesting. We had, uh, obviously, the Vice winning it, uh, despite being either the 7th or 8th seed. I think we had a 7th versus 8th seed. I don't actually was. I don't think there was. I don't really know. But uh, interesting, nonetheless, because, quite frankly... Uh, you probably wouldn't have expected. I don't think many teams predicted the Vice winning. So, congrats to the Vice on that one. I, uh, it, it kind of feels weird after having so many seasons where, you know, the Ravens just went over and over. No one, nobody could get lucky against them. And then here comes the Vice this season, and they get lucky. And they, I feel like all these other teams that aren't the Ravens are, like, super jealous because, like, you know, where was this luck any time during the particular playoffs or previous playoffs? Teams that have been contending for years straight, only to just lose to these mega Houston teams. And then this season, out of nowhere, you know, Vice just gets sim gods and they uh, gifted uh, wins. And uh, But nonetheless, I hope uh, this we enter a new era of where we don't see the Ravens in the finals. You know, it's it's always fun to, uh, you know, how would I describe it? It's always fun to see the Ravens in the playoffs because they, they do make exciting games. But I would say it's boring to see them in the finals. Even if they lose, it's boring. Um, so, yeah. I think we're going to be wrapping this up shortly, but I do have to mention one more thing. For my particular player, let's talk a little bit about my particular player. 
Um, he had an all right season, I suppose. Less minutes, so less stats. But in terms of efficiency, he was much better. He's he's just he hasn't found the thing he's good at yet. He's not really a passer. He's not really super good on defense. He's really only an efficient scorer, but he doesn't score in volume. So it's gonna be interesting to see with the change in GM, perhaps the change in DC or like style of DC and how they run it. Perhaps he'll get them sort of max minutes again. And uh, as a result, maybe his stats will go skyrocket. Um, but, you know, year five is really when you start becoming something special. and Or, you sh you know, you should be. So I feel like if, if I miss the mark again, it's just, it'll suck, man. Um, I didn't get picked for whatever reason early on because people don't trust me. <laughs> but, um. People think I'm a, 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 can, a locker room cancer. I don't really see myself as that. I don't think I've really complained since my San Diego days. At least, like, annoyingly complained, you know. So. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I really haven't. You know, I think me complaining... Uh, about the, the the San Diego situation in general, I think that was very justified. I I am really glad that uh, um, that the that that Ben no longer uh, works in San Diego. We have Theory, who's done a great job with the team already. It's things that uh, Ben would have never would have dreamed of of doing because you know he could never achieve it himself. Uh, we're gonna be wrapping this up shortly. I guess my closing thoughts would be that I really wish there was more stuff to talk about. It's it's the point in time where the playoffs ended, and yeah, we could delve into that. But I feel like we've already done. Uh, a playoffs podcast. So I don't really want to talk about that. And offseason hasn't really started yet other than a few trades. So we'll see, though. Next next week's episode is going to be really interesting. We're, we're going to love it. Uh, but until next time, see ya.